Welcome to the Fertility Stories podcast. This is your host, Mary Sodden, naturopath and fertility coach. I help women go from frustrated, overwhelmed, and isolated to calm, confident, and in control of their fertility. I'm passionate about helping women get pregnant and stay pregnant. Each week, I have a real and empowering conversation with everyday women and men struggling with fertility to bring you hope, comfort, and support. This is our story. Welcome to the Fertility Stories podcast. I have Natalie Jordan, fertility coach and owner of Blessed Fertility Coaching. Welcome to the podcast, Natalie. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime. Can you tell us more about yourself and your fertility journey? Yes. Uh, Yes. Good morning, everyone. Um, My name is Natalie Jordan, and basically... I went through secondary infertility um, at the age of 38 years old. And um, yes, I was blessed to conceive at the age of 42 years old. Um, I tried a lot of different methods. Uh, I tried um, natural things. I tried IVF. I tried acupuncture. Uh, but I really feel what I wanted to share today is something I tried called vaginal steaming. I really feel it helped me. That was like the key thing that helped me. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Tell us more about, first off, your journey when you were 38. Um, and then you started trying to have a family. Well, um, to be honest, actually, I already had a family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this, this is something that is kind of not as talked about, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, secondary, because I already had a child. Mm-hmm. I had my first, my, my daughter was five years old at the time when my journey began. Um, I wanted to, I had her when I was 33, and I wanted to, you know, build my family, and I wanted to have another child, but there were some things that had happened, you know, between her and, you know, my attempt for the second one. Uh, my husband, he's um, an architect and he had went through, you know, the recession had hit and there was no work in his field. And he was actually out of his field for like four years. And so um, during that time, you know, I had, he said, you know, let's just wait because you know, I, I don't feel like it's the right timing, but then I'm telling him, you know, I'm getting older, you know, I don't know how much time I have left. You know, I don't want to find myself, you know, having a problem later on. So when we did decide to try, um, I couldn't, you know, I found, I found I couldn't have a child. And I said, I, I was so confused because I already had a child before and I figure, okay, it's just me trying to do it again. But, you know, as we're aging, our eggs are aging. So mm-hmm. you have to take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. And then what did you try first? 
Okay. Well, basically what I tried, I, I went to my gynecologist. The first thing mm -hmm. that most people think to do is to go to a doctor. You know, people respect mm -hmm. doctors, although there's other things out there. You people respect doctors. So I went to my gynecologist. I told her, you know, um, I would like to get a little assistance. And so she started me out on Clomid and mm. it was a very painful thing to, to take, you know, and mm -hmm. I said, uh, there must be a better way. You know, I just did not like Clomid at all. Mm -hmm. And the Clomid didn't work for you. No, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. Yes. And after that, did they do they do more tests? And did did you try to rule out what was going on with? Right, I tried to rule out what was going on exactly. I I went to do a HSG test. I, mm. I would, you know, I tried to just cover all my bases. Yes, but I really feel like it wasn't that either because, like I said, I'd already given birth, mm -hmm. achieved all that. So I was just trying to rule everything out that I thought, you know, I should find out about. So mm -hmm. it wasn't that it was unsuccessful as well. Mm. When did you decide to go for IVF? Okay, well, I decided to go for IVF after I went to an uh, I went to like a free consultation out in Glendale, California, mm -hmm. not too far from where I live. And I went out there, the doctor told me, he said, you know, all your tests look very hopeful, you know, all your levels and everything. But at your age, I really recommend, strongly recommend that you try something more invasive like IVF. And so um, I know I could not afford IVF. So I was looking, I like similar to your story, I was looking for a way I can do it, you know, for minimal like for free during like a clinical mm -hmm. trial. I know they have tr clinical trials. So mm -hmm. I tried to go online and see what clinical trials was open to me. And I was very shocked to, to know, to discover, I should say that most of them were for women that were under 35. Mm -hmm. Like I just, it just, I realized and said, you know, I, I, I've wasted so many years good years that's what came mm -hmm. to my mind you know because it's like it's silly to think that someone would try would want to help me at my age mm -hmm. so. and what happened when you went to the um the orientation at the ivf clinic right so this is what happened um i found out about this clinic it's an asian owned mm -hmm. clinic called life ivf and mm -hmm. every month uh every saturday they give away a free ivf treatment wow yeah i said that's pretty nice so mm -hmm. the only, yeah the only thing was just to get out there because that was just a little obstacle for me but i did get it you know i did make it out there and mm -hmm. i w i went to the seminar one saturday i had called made an appointment to be one of the attendees I got there I was like one of the last people mm -hmm. I have a really interesting story <laughs> one of the last yeah. people to walk in and get a raffle ticket and um once I was there 
they you know did a presentation about fertility and all these things and advanced maternal age all this stuff they mm-hmm. covered that pertained to me and um they had a a, a previous winner recipient she was an african american woman young woman and she um won a um treatment and so they chose her to come give her story testimonial mm-hmm. and then do the raffle so mm-hmm. she, she did the raffle and then she dropped the first ticket fell on the floor and then oh. so she, <laughs> she looked at them <laughs> she's like what do i do now and they're like well just disregard discard that one and just pull another one and so she did mm-hmm. raffle again and then the second ticket that she pulled was my ticket wow <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> i really was mm. but i felt numb i mean if you could just mm-hmm. understand how i i just felt and i didn't feel like most people would be like jumping up and down ah you know i just felt so mm-hmm. cuz i know what i had been through up to that point mm-hmm. and i just really felt you know like yeah i knew i knew i was going to win i mean i was in a room wow. of like 30 you'd say about maybe 30 couples. Mhm. Amazing. Yeah, 30 couples from who knows where they came mm-hmm. from. Yeah. And so, you want me to just continue from there? Yes. You go on. Go on yeah. the story. Basically, I won. They told me the treatment was valued at $6,000 and that mm-hmm. I would still need to meet with their financial counselor and then it would be an additional $1,000. I said, "Okay, that's not that's not bad. I can I can come up with that." So, I just mm-hmm. went to a, like a loan, you know, Westcom, it's a place in my area called Westcom, and they give you like small loans, and I got the mm-hmm. loan, and I started the treatment, and to make a long story short, the treatment was unsuccessful. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, but it was just, you know, one mm-hmm. attempt, but I really feel like I said I felt for me to get that far mm-hmm. that it would have been successful you know but everything happens for a that's what I want your listeners to know everything that mm-hmm. you go through life is for a reason it's mm-hmm. so you can have a story later on mm-hmm. so how did how did you cope with the the negative test or the failure of the IVF um you know i'm a christian i'm a person of faith and i just mm-hmm. really you know i just really spoke to god and i said you know what every you know um there's a verse that says all things work together for good to those who love god and who are called according to his purpose and those are the things that you you have to turn to when you go through those are the only things that i have to turn to is to mm-hmm. the word because other than mm-hmm. that you know you will just get very depressed yes you know? you'll get very I was, mm-hmm. i was devastated i was very devastated because it was like i've tried this i've tried that i've tried science you know mm-hmm. where where else do i go i've gone to as far as dollars. there's no way i could have come up with that kind of money to do mm-hmm. ivf you know right what did you do <laughs> after after the IVF so after the IVF i just started you know i do a lot of was doing a lot of research online and i went back on somewhere i read 
that a lot of times when people do IVF, they do acupuncture and it makes their success mm -hmm. rate a lot higher. Yes. So I said, well, hmm, maybe I should try acupuncture. I don't, I didn't think I was going to do the IVF again, but I was mm -hmm. saying, let's just try acupuncture. You know, it's, it doesn't seem like it would hurt. So um, I did the acupuncture for like six months and um, I didn't see anything. Okay, four months in, I didn't see anything. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the acupuncturist I was going to, he said that a lot of the people that were coming there for fertility, he, they would see results like within four months. And then, mm -hmm. so I didn't, wasn't seeing anything. And so I was getting a little discouraged and I said to him, well, I feel like I might be wasting my time. And then he said to me, well, you win some, you lose some. And mm -hmm. I said, wait a minute. I can't give up on myself because when I do that, other people will start to give up. Mm -hmm. So I started, I noticed when I would walk in, they have the, the herbal pills as you walk in. And yes. I said, I never had those. Let mm -hmm. me add that to my protocol. So mm -hmm. I started those and um but right after that I did other things too I went to go get a colon cleanse I'd never done that and mm -hmm. I know I was not a regular person but right after a little bit after that it was on a Sunday I'll never forget I came home from church and I was um on a a YouTube podcast just like yours mm -hmm. and I'm watching this thing and it was with this lady named Rosita Arvigo, she was being interviewed mm -hmm. and she's like a um, napropathic, I don't know how to say the word very well. Mm -hmm. Yes, naturopathic. Yeah, na na yeah, it's a big word. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she's like, she's like, um, she went down to Belize, which is coincidentally where I was born. Mm. And she down there, she was so fascinated by herbs that she went down to Belize and she went to go study with the Mayan healers mm -hmm. and one man in particular, um, Don Palejo, something like that. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about vaginal steaming mm -hmm. and she was saying how it was like the first form of fertility, like in the ancient times, the old times. And, um, it was just, it seemed like it was like such a big revelation to me, how she was saying how you just take some herbs, you prepare just as if you're like preparing a, a tea, but instead of drinking mm -hmm. it, this is the, the funny part, you you sit over it, like this mm -hmm. the waist down, you sit over it. And she said that it had helped so many people. And it is not only that for fertility, but it has other benefits. It helps with if you have like heavy cramps, if you have heavy bleeding. I was going through all of that. And it just mm. seemed like a revelation to me that this mm -hmm. one um, technique solved all of my problems. I was because I was in my 40s. I'm like, why am I going through this? You know, mm -hmm. like things are be getting easier to me. I'm thinking I'm getting towards going towards menopause. And things seem to be getting worse. So mm -hmm. it was, uh, you know, a godsend for me to find out about this. Mm -hmm. Wow. How do you do the vaginal steaming at home? Okay. Basically, it's very simple. All you do, as I said, you just get a pot of water, like a 
medium saucepan and you put um, what I normally do. I put my spring water in there. I use the best water. I don't use tap. And you just boil the water. You get it to like a rolling boil and then mm -hmm. put your herbs in. You could get the herbs as many places that sell it online. I have, you know, recommendations, but um, some they come, sometimes they come just loose or they come in little phase. Mm -hmm. And then you could just drop it in there, whatever is easiest. I like the sachets. I've been usually, I've been buying those recently. And then mm -hmm. you let it steep for about 10 minutes and then five to 10. And then whatever, you know, your heat tolerance is. And then there has, there's different methods of doing the actual steaming. People sometimes kneel over like a heat resistant basin or, uh. you know, they have these very, expensive boxes that you can buy um there's uh -huh. doing it yeah mm, and yes what about like 30 minutes a minimum i'd say uh -huh. yeah and you just cover yourself mm. you're fully you uh, your feet you have socks on you, you have a blanket around you so the steam really you know is in that one area mm -hmm. but you just very mm -hmm. find it to be very relaxing especially living in a big city you know, it really mm -hmm. is. What herbs do you put in the um, steam? Okay. That, that's like, that's a, like a kind, that's where it gets a little customized depending on mm -hmm. the situation is because this steam uh. could do different things. Some people just mm -hmm. do it for maintenance, you know, uh, and then other people do it for really serious conditions like, PCOS, endometriosis. Mm -hmm. So that's where it gets a um, little customized. Mm -hmm. And for someone with fertility issues, what herbs would you say would be great for vaginal steaming? Okay, good question. Um, basically, it's very interesting because the day that I did it, um, it was just recommended to use basic kitchen herbs. Like oh. basil, yeah, rosemary, thyme, just your basic kitchen herbs. And I, you know, those were things that I could just go to my local grocery store. That's what I did. Mm -hmm. that. I just went to go get the fresh. If you use the fresh herbs, the fresh herbs you use half as much as the dried herbs. And um, mm -hmm. that's what I used that, that day. And the next cycle I had conceived. I was in Hawaii. Wow. I was in Hawaii on vacation for my daughter's ninth birthday and mm -hmm. I did a test. I just had a feeling I might cycle, you know, was, I was late and I just did the test out there mm -hmm. and I was positive. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. That's, that's great news. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just, you did. You were able to conceive naturally. Wow. Naturally. 42. Yeah. Because I didn't tell you mm -hmm. one part of my story when, my IVF mm -hmm. failed and I did my post consult. The doctor uh -huh. told me, he says, um, well, you didn't test your eggs. He said, you should, at your age, you should have tested your eggs, you know, and that's, uh -huh. that's how they left me feeling, you know, like I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. They don't, they didn't want to take the blame for anything. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. Right. And here you are like, 
success story that yeah. you're able to conceive naturally at 42, which is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I've I told someone my I told someone I conceive at 42 the other mm-hmm. day. It's like, oh, that's not that old, but people don't realize <laughs> it is old from a from a yes. medical point of view. When I mm-hmm. had my daughter at 33, I had a Jamaican mm-hmm. um, OB, and he told me I was mm-hmm. old at 33. People don't want to, mm-hmm. they don't believe this, but that's what they tell you when you're mm-hmm. in a, from a medical standpoint, because your fertility starts dropping from your 20s. But people mm-hmm. want to, they don't want to believe it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. How how did the fertility journey affect your relationship with your husband? Well, you know, he really was just happy with the one child. He, um, to be mm-hmm. honest, I'm going to be real honest with you. He was happy mm-hmm. with the one child. You know, I guess I don't know for his career reasons or different reasons. And he kind of grew up, although he had siblings, he kind of grew up like an only child. So he could he could totally mm-hmm. see us having one, but I said, you know what? That's not good. The Bible says two is better than one. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, you know, you, you know, you never know what might happen in this life. Mm-hmm. Always good to have additional. You just never mm-hmm. know. Right, right. And he was open to having more later on. Yeah, he was open. Yeah, he saw how much. Uh- you know, it meant to me and he was open. Mm, that's good. How has your fertility journey changed you? Oh, wow. So I'm a totally different person. I just, I just feel like, you know, it's taught me so much about patience, you know, mm-hmm. waiting. I mean, I said, if I, if I'm in a line somewhere and I'm waiting for something, I said, this is nothing compared to the four years I waited for my baby. Mm-hmm. You know, it just teaches you yeah. so much about patience. That's true. And what are the top things that you do consistently for your health now? Well, my, you know, I've always been kind of like, I, my health has really been, my regimen has always been the same. I, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've never been a big eater. I've always have like minimal portions for eating. You know, I try to eat more home cooked meals than fast food. That's a challenge sometimes, but mm-hmm. um, you know, this drinking water, I would say that's my biggest challenge. I have, I'm, I always have a challenge with that, but yeah, I just try to, I live in a house with stairs, so it's, I get good exercise going up and down, but I do try to walk additionally you know at the Mm. park and stuff like that and Mm. yeah it's about I don't drink or smoke you know that Mm. helps too right do you still do the vaginal steaming yeah consistently I do every week every week I do it wow and I have my daughter doing Mm. it I have her doing it too what is your advice or message to women out there struggling with infertility? Okay, this is my message. Um, yes, there's IVF. I respect all you know these methods. But what I desperately urge people to do is to try to seek first your holistic methods. Why I say that is because it's 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 more 
cost, first of all, for your health. It's less invasive on your body. It's more cost effective, you know, and it's just about having faith, having faith in the, the ancient remedies. They can't steer you wrong. You know, ever since I was little, I remember my grandmother used to go out in the yard, you know, get an aloe vera plant, cut it. And, mm -hmm. and they talk about the, the, the value, you know, of, the, of these things, you know, because my family, like I said, we're from Central America, you know, and these things, mm -hmm. they work. That's what my grandma, I have so many stories. I just learned of something else. They told me um, about one of my, my aunts had a, a, a problem and my grandmother put like lemons all over her and it had cured her. She had some kind of scabies. I forgot what it was mm. called. And these things work. Mm -hmm. They really do work. But it's like, we just, you know, we, 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 we just want to pay. We figure we pay, we're going to get results. You know, and it's mm -hmm. not always the, the case. Mm -hmm. Right. That's true. Um, that's good advice for women out there struggling with infertility. How can people reach you? Okay. There's many ways they can reach me. Um, I have a, a number. They can reach me. That's 424-772-2565. They can reach me that way. They could reach me through my Instagram page. That's at Fertility Coach Natalie. And they can reach me through my website. That's blessedfertilitycoaching.com. Mm, perfect. I'll have all of that in the show notes so that everyone can find ways to reach you. Thank you so much, Natalie, for joining us here today and sharing your story with all of us. Thank you. It was my pleasure. How awesome was that? If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe and I would love to receive a review from you. And let's keep this conversation going. What is your fertility journey like? How are you choosing to be compassionate with yourself? Subscribe to the Fertility Stories podcast. I've got a new episode coming your way next week. And until then, talk soon.